The auto sector shifts gears from turbulence to hope. In conversation with Ajay Seth, Chief Financial Officer, Maruti Suzuki, S.G. Murli, Mentor and Advisor, TVS Motor Company, Shomitra Bhattacharya, Managing Director, Bosch Limited, and Regional President, Bosch Group, March 2021. The automotive sector is a vital cog in India's manufacturing sector and a key barometer of general economic health. It accounts for 7% of GDP, 50% of manufacturing GDP, employs 32 million people directly or indirectly, and has strong interlinkages with other industries. The sector was in troubled waters even before COVID halted sales, but more recently has seen a recovery. At a recent joint session of IMA's forums, industry veterans from three prominent companies, Maruti Suzuki, TVS Motor Company, and Bosch, shared insights on their rebound journeys and offered perspectives on policy issues, taxation, and electric vehicles. A crisis predating COVID. The auto industry is grappling with a host of issues even before COVID hit. These included complex regulations such as CAFE and RDE, the change in emissions norms from BS4 to BS6, rising fuel prices, higher insurance premiums for PVs, and stricter insurance norms for two-wheelers, higher road taxes, and cost increases due to the compulsory fitment of safety measures such as ABS in two-wheelers. On net, these factors led to 40 and 25% increases in two-wheeler and entry-level car prices, respectively, over the last few years. Stagnant job creation, slowing income growth, and liquidity issues on account of the NBFC crisis all impacted affordability. Signs of recovery. With the economy on a recovery path, auto sales are now on an upward trajectory. Currently, sales are being driven by pent-up demand, easier credit conditions, and the positive after-effects of last year's monsoon, which is spurring rural demand, especially for two-wheelers. Further, there is strong demand from first-time buyers purchasing vehicles for reasons of personal hygiene and safety. Positive sentiment arising from the ongoing vaccination drive will support growth, and there are hopes that the government will eventually exclude two-wheelers from the 28% sin-good GST tax bracket. On the downside, rising commodity prices over the last six months have been a cause of concern for the industry. The road to normalcy will be long. Each segment of the auto industry is projecting a very different path back to normalcy, which is broadly defined as the peak sales level seen in FY1890. LCV and HCV sales at 0.41 and 0.16 million respectively in FY2021 are a long way off from their FY19 peaks of 0.67 and 0.48 million. However, two-wheelers at 17 million and passenger vehicles at 3 million are much closer to their highs of 25 million and 4 million. Within the PV segment, SUVs and feature-rich cars that offer a stronger customer experience are projected to grow faster. On current trends, it may take CVs and three-wheelers about five years to regain their previous heights, while two-wheeler and passenger vehicle makers expect to get there in three to four years and tractor makers in three. Adapting to the new normal. In many ways, the COVID-led crisis has been an opportunity for the automotive sector to reinvent itself. Industry leaders such as Maruti Suzuki and TVS have taken a number of measures in response. Establishing a long-term work-from-home plan and SOPs for the health and safety of employees in plants, as well as at vendor premises. Leveraging technology, including AI and mobile apps, and running training programs for employee health and safety. Ensuring liquidity by preserving cash and sweating assets. Supporting value channel partners, such as suppliers and dealers, through communication. Addressing supply chain issues and extending advance payments 
especially during the lockdown. Harnessing technologies and exploring digital revenue generation models, including switching over to digital for online car sales and an augmented or virtual customer experience. Adopting a hyper-local approach to sales and service, including through service on wheels doorstep initiatives. The key will be to focus on innovative customer-centric products, cost leadership, cash conservation, such as by releasing blocked working capital with dealers and investments in new technology. Many companies will also need to intensify their R&D spends. Bosch already spends 8 to 10% of its global turnover on research and to build new partnerships with other industry players. Developing and diversifying one's product offerings will also be key. TVS Motors, for instance, has created a wide range of two-wheelers to satisfy varying customer needs. These encompass everything from the Apache, a racing DNA bike with an interactive digital speedometer, to several high-tech scooters with race-tuned fuel technology. It has also ventured into EVs with its iCube Electric. Finally, in a period of disruptive technological change, automakers would be well-advised not to bank on any single platform, but instead adopt a technology-agnostic approach that allows consumers to choose which products suit them best. The Indian PV industry, an unfinished journey. In the past decade, India's car ownership jumped from 12 per 1,000 people in FY09 to 28 in FY19. However, in CAGR terms, growth has slowed from 12.2% over 1999-2009 to 3.6% in the decade to 2019. terms, India has leapfrogged, climbing from 14th place in overall passenger vehicle sales in 2000 to 4th place in 2018. In this regard, several important trends are visible. India remains predominantly a market for small cars. Their share climbed from 64% in FY9 to 75% in FY19. However, SUVs have also grown rapidly during this period, from 14% to 28%. Within the small car segment, consumers are willing to go the extra mile for feature-rich cars, such as those with automatic transmission. The average selling price of small cars has climbed from 4.9 lakhs to 7.9 lakhs in the past decade. Rural markets are outperforming urban ones. Their share is up from 4% in FY08 to 42% today. Over the past 13 years, there has been a 25% increase in fuel efficiency. As a result, overall carbon emissions have dropped by almost 20%. Cumulatively, the share of diesel cars after peaking at 57% in FY13 has dropped on account of a falling fuel price gap and the tag of diesel being an unclean fuel. In FY20, diesel cars occupied a market share of just 18%. CNGs and mild hybrid cars, meanwhile, are fast gaining popularity. Supporting the auto growth story. Looking ahead, the auto industry will need to play a lead role if India is to become a $5 trillion economy and manufacturing is to achieve a 25% share of GDP. Several factors will shape the industry's trajectory in the medium to long term. India's low vehicle penetration levels mean that, as per capita incomes rise, ownership of two-wheelers and passenger vehicles will accelerate. The budget's strong focus on infrastructure will be a plus, as will the announcement of a currently voluntary scrappage policy for PVs, which will boost replacement demand. The government's big policy push for a self-reliant India, through policy measures such as single-window clearance, lower tax rates, scrappage policy, and the production-linked incentive scheme, will make it easier to do business in India and if well executed, could also help turn it into an export hub. Achieving the next round of CAFE targets, 
113 grams of CO2 per kilometer in FY2223 will require a conscious shift towards CNG, hybrid, and electric vehicles, or EVs. Industry is moving in the direction of space, that is software and services, personalized user experience, automated, connected, and electrified vehicles. By 2030, internal combustion engine cars will account for about 80% of the total market, while space will account for the balance. Subscription and shared mobility models will increasingly supersede single-person ownership, particularly of cars. Electrification remains some way off, given the high ticket cost for EVs and limited charging infrastructure. India remains a budget-conscious small-car market, and the cost of a lithium-ion battery and electric motor alone would nearly double the average price of a car, making it economically unviable for the masses. For now, CNG has distinct advantages, including lower running costs and a fast-growing refueling network. Two-wheelers, three-wheelers, fleet cars, and intercity buses will be the first to electrify in sufficient numbers. But as more recharging stations are set up and disruptive new battery technologies bring down prices, PVs will go down the EV route in a bigger way.